BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Wow, what a NFL playoffs it's been. Dan Cilio, National Football Show. Welcome to this Conference Championship Football Monday. Man, they have been spectacular. I don't know if the Super Bowl is going to live up to what we've just witnessed in the postseason, but that's one of the best postseasons I've ever seen in NFL history. These games were just amazing. From wild card all the way to Conference Championship. It's just been unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now you see why the NFL. Hey, by the way, do you know there's a work stoppage in Major League Baseball? Probably not on your mind right now, right? (laughs) Okay? Damn. Hey, MLB, they got a work stoppage. No one cares. And NBA, no one cares. Crazy, man. The NFL owns Sundays. You know, back when I was a kid, God owns Sundays. Now it's the NFL. They own it. Man, that was some special football. And it all accumulated with the conference championship games. They were just great. Really appreciate it. All right. Listen, I see people lining up. Yes, I have news on Deshaun Watson and the Philadelphia Eagles. I do. I'm going to get that across to all you here in a second. Please, guys, hit the like button. I want to tell you about our special guest. As always, Fox 29 Philadelphia's very own. Gary Cobb will join us at the bottom of the hour. We have a lot to bang on here with the Eagles offseason. In hour number two, the chairman of CBS Sports, the man who puts it all together, Masters, conference playoffs, NFL football, you name it. Sean McManus, yes, Jim McKay's son, who's the chairman of CBS Sports, The number one man at CBS Sports will join us in hour number two. But this first segment is going to be about you and me here. Let me ask you something before we started out here with the topics. And and guys, I know you guys are posting now. Kyle, Eric, Flex, James, you guys are all awesome. And if you're new to the program, please hit the like button. You post it, I hit it. James, I'm going to get to that here in a minute. 
Let me ask you something about what you witnessed during this NFL playoff run. Do you think Jalen Hurts' value went up or down in what you witnessed with these quarterbacks that were on display during the playoffs? Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford. You think it went up or do you think it went down? Personally, I think his value went down. I think every single NFL team that doesn't have one of those guys, I think is reevaluating what they have right now as signal callers. Or how about this? Say the Steelers. You think they're looking and going like this? Dwayne Haskins is the heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. They're going like this. Ah, uh, no. You need to have a plan there at quarterback. And Jalen Hurts is nothing what I've seen during this playoff run. He's nothing like it. He is a good football player. And again, I'm not going to sit here and quantify why I like him as a human. This is not a personality conversation. This is a football playing conversation about elevating your team to being a championship contender. So I'm not going to sit here and go like this. Well, I really like the kid, so let's give him another year. Fuck that. This is about winning ball game. Look what Joe Burrow did to the crummy-ass Cincinnati Bengals. Guys, the Bengals have never been good. Do you know that Joe Burrow and his Bengals have as many wins as the Dallas Cowboys do since 1998 in the postseason? Three. The Cowboys are three and eight since 98. Burrow's got three this year. It's only taken a year and a half to figure out Burrow's a stud. We're sitting here going, well, I need to see a little bit more Jalen with a better team. Did it? Joe Burrow was on the Bengals. Joe Burrow was on the Bengals, went to the Bengals. What was Zach Taylor's record before Joe Burrow showed up? It had to be shitty. Dude, come on. This is not about liking somebody. This is about winning games. Okay? And Jalen's value went down. Watching those guys. Hey, Baker Mayfield's value went down. And the value of Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, who I'll get to in a minute, have all ele elevated. What up, Dave? Thanks for coming aboard. Jesus, criminy. Okay, let me give you the update, and I'm going to get to the topic, and then I'm going to get to all you guys here. Howie Roseman, late last week, reached out to Nick Casario of the Houston Texans, and it was a preliminary conversation on what the value of Deshaun Watson is to the Texans, which means... What are they looking for in a trade package? Preferably, Casario would like to have a quarterback come back in the deal, but he wants assets to rebuild the team. And the McNair family wants assets too, which means draft choices. And 
they threw out because they know the Eagles, and because the Eagles called, they threw out their three number ones. Now look, this is like the reporting of Tom Brady retiring over the weekend. It's inevitable that Brady's retiring. ESPN and the NFL Network jumped the gun. He's retiring, but he wasn't retiring over the weekend. Tom Brady was never going to interfere with the conference championship games, nor the Super Bowl, until the season was over to retire. But ESPN, because again, they have the new CNN model on how you cover things. You just say shit and hope, it, hope it's true. And if it's not, there's no collateral damage. No one cares. And you know how they know? Because of the man in the middle production. Okay? The man in the middle production, they kind of got wind of how it's ending. Brady riding off into the sunset. So that's, that's how they know, and that's how they jump the gun. The production of that series that he's doing leaked out. It wasn't Don Yee, his agent, because I talked to Don Yee last night. Yeah, Brady wants to go on his own. Tom will know when it's – it's just – he's going to do it his way. Okay. So Nick Casario, the general manager of the Houston Texans, by the way, has relationships in New England. He wants three number ones. And he would like to have a player back in return. Now, is that just because the Eagles were on the horn? Now, look, also think this. You think the Philadelphia Eagles are the only people that contacted the Houston Texans about the availability of Deshaun Watson? Come on, man. The Panthers, the Dolphins, the Broncos, the Vikings. Pick a team. Pick a team. Washington, pick a team, the Giants, Saints. You don't think that Mickey Loomis, the general manager of the New Orleans Saints, contacted the Houston Texans and asked what the asking price is. Use your fucking heads. Not, I'm not hollering at you guys. But the people that went on my Twitter page, at Dan Cilio Show, are making it seem like the Philadelphia Eagles are the only people that have contacted Casario and the Texans about what the asking price of Watson is. How do you know unless you ask? How he may go like this, screw that, way too high for me. I don't know what the further conversation was. I just know that the Eagles and Texans had a conversation. So, by the way, guys, do you really think this is reporting? Or this is just a GM doing his job? Oh, am I screaming? Thank you very much, East Candom. I have to always remember that. Excuse me, I'm sounding like Shannon Sharp here. I apologize. That's just the Italian in me because I get excited. By the way, I was pretty excited over the weekend because of the games. East Candom, thank you. Why am I hollering? I don't know. Because I'm Italian? <laughs> yeah, right? But come on, guys. Think about it for a minute, right? You think the Eagles are the only people contacting the Texans? Silio, you don't know shit. Uh, that's probably true. I'm not a reporter. Dan had his coffee. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, Watson has legal issues. That money won't fix. No, he doesn't. Yale, as far as I'm concerned, are the Texans paying him? As far as I'm concerned, are the NFL with any kind of suspensions on him? 
As far as I'm concerned, is he on the commissioner's exempt list? All those questions have a no behind it. I don't know what you're talking about, Yale. Okay? What's the matter with you? Eric, right? Until the NFL suspends the kid, he has no legal issues. And he's trying to resolve the civil suits. He's being civilly sued here. He's, there's no criminal crime here yet. Look, I'm not going to play lawyer here, okay? But the NFL hasn't made it an issue yet. Paul says the big question is, can Howie land him? That's a great question. Eric says no criminal charges. James says Texas got to trade him by March 12th. Otherwise, they got to pay him, put him on the roster, and a bonus of 17 million bucks, baby. And the cap hit is 35 million. This guy's scheduled to make $35 million this year. How you doing? B. Costello says those chicks want money. Hey, B. Costello, anytime somebody sues you, and they're not going after the crime and they're going after your wallet, don't you question? Did they suspend Robert Kraft? Absolutely not. You kidding me? They gave him a lifetime exemption to some of those Mashaz parlors in Orlando. How you doing? Oh, that will happen? So wait a minute. Yale, it's not going to happen now. The What about the district attorney in Houston? He hasn't filed any criminal charges against him. <laughs> okay, I mean, this guy's a menace to society. Why isn't he in prison? All right, let me, go, let, me, let me further this conversation because we beat on this thing a couple times. Do the Eagles have to surrender all of their assets to land an elite quarterback? And by the way, after what I saw in the playoffs, the Eagles are not going to win a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. Watch this. You're right, guys. He'll get better if he plays next year. You're right, guys. If they put better assets around him, he'll get better. You're right, guys. The Eagles will get better. If you keep improving, he keeps getting better. He keeps elevating. But do you really look at him and see Josh Allen? Somebody on my Twitter post and on my Twitter page, posted Josh Allen numbers. You see the same skill set of Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts? Don't lie to yourself. You see, you lie to yourself, but your eyes don't lie. You're like, no. There's no way. Question of the day. Can I get me one of those? NFC Beast, here's the better one. How can I get me one of those? How can I figure out how to land me one of those guys? NFC title only with Jalen Hurts. Oh, okay. So you're Donovan McNabb, baby. You're Donovan McNabb. James, Hurts can't read defenses. Brian Baldinger told us that in the preseason. He's a one-read dude. Anthony, Texans won't trade Watson. They want an arm and a leg. Okay, hey. Three number ones, bro, change your franchise for life. I see Jalen Hurts. I see Russell Wilson out of no freaking way. Dude, Russell Wilson, Ella, do you not see what Joe Burrow's doing to the Bengals? Do you see what 
Justin Herbert's doing to the Chargers? I don't want these 50 starts like we saw in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. You don't need fit. Hey, let me ask you this. When you jump in a Ferrari, do you need 70 laps around the track to figure out this is a really special car? Or as soon as you sit in it and you take one lap, you go, this is something great. I don't need 70 laps to figure out what a Bucati is or an Aston Martin. I know these cars are quality cars. I've been in them. I've owned some of them. Okay? I don't need a 1,000 laps. Joe Burrow hasn't played two full seasons in the NFL, and you're like, that guy is a baller, and he has Brady qualities to him. Think about what this dude has done here. Okay, in three years, he put a team in a national championship game. Then he took the shitty Bengals to the Super Bowl. What? The Bengals. Don't talk to me about Jalen Hurts needing 40 starts. I don't want to hear it. I talked myself into it because you know why? He's a great kid. He's a fine NFL player. Listen to this. All shit that doesn't have anything to do with moving the change. Hertz is a Mercedes. Watson is a 69 GTO. Joe Burrow is the new Montana. Okay? They have Chase, too. Well, let me tell you something, Yale. If you don't have Joe Burrow on that team, you have Devontae Smith. Less than 1,000 yards. A productive season with a no-arm quarterback. Congratulations. You're not maximizing your wideout like they are in Cincinnati. They got a signal caller in Cincinnati now. And by the way, that thing's going to be around. Look at, what, look at what Brady did to the Buccaneers going down with Mike Evans and Goodwin. All them players down there. Look what he did. He elevated them. Jalen Hurts is not going to elevate. He couldn't find Devontae Smith to save his life in that game against the Buccaneers, Aikman was screaming it out. He's open. It's single coverage. Nobody can see him. You got to find that. All he had one catch in the first half, I think. You can't, you can't spot single coverage with your top dude, your so-called number one draft choice. You ain't an NFL quarterback yet. Oh, but he'll get better. Man, Joe Burrow's got better in 18 ball games. <laughs> the amount of ball games that Jalen Hurts has played is the same amount of games that Joe Burrow's played almost. He's got his team in the Super Bowl with a coach named Zach Taylor. I thought that guy was the president of the United States. Did we have a president named Zachary Taylor or something like that? You can't read a safety high like that. All first half against the Bucs. You're going, well, um, he's open. Aikman kept begging the look. I don't want to sound like I'm throwing shade at the kid. I'm sorry. Watch this. And I'll say it again to you. Jalen Hurts is a fine ball player. Jalen Hurts is a damn good NFL man. Look, man. I'm compromising myself right here. And I'm sounding like, oh, you know, he's a great guy, so let's not be too hard. I can't believe I'm doing that. Because this is not a profession, the NFL, 
where feelings are front and center here. Nobody gives a shit about your feelings. Plus, Burrow didn't have... Joe Burrow's O-line is nowhere in the conversation. Can you imagine if Joe Burrow had the Eagle O-line? Oh, my God. If Joe Burrow had the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line, they wouldn't lose a game. Wouldn't lose a ball game. Dank says he has Brady work ethic. You're sacked nine times by the Titans. I'll tell you something about Joe Burrow. That's the fucking toughest quarterback I've seen in a long time. You sacked that guy nine times. You rushed him. Kansas City in that first half was all over his ass. He started moving around, started figuring, finding passing lanes, brought that team back. Tell you the moment in the game, change the game. You know what to change the game? That shitty Andy Reid call. Or how about this? That shitty Patrick Mahomes play. Because Reid said he wanted to have him throw it in the end zone. It would give him another chance to kick the field goal. Mahomes throws it out wide. Bengals stop him. They don't get any points. Guess who has the momentum going into the half? It was 21-3. to And the Bengals came out. And even Kansas City still got the ball. They stopped him again. And then they took the game to him. Same shit they did in week 17. How you doing? Look what momentum could do to you. I looked over at my wife said, remember this. That's going to cost the Chiefs the AFC championship. And it did. And it did. Punk says, give Hurts to 2024 if he hasn't approved. Fuck that. You'll be in the cellar of the division by then. Flex, how many first year, how many first year for Watson? How many first 22 first, 23 first, 24 first? What are we looking at? Why are you why are you all set on Jalen Hurts? Because everyone likes him in here. I like him. But that doesn't mean I want him to watch this. I want Jalen Hurts on my football team. I'd want Jalen Hurts to date my daughter, but I want Jalen Hurts to be starting quarterback after what I witnessed in the NFL playoffs. No way. Timing is everything in life. Right now, the NFC quarterback that sucks. No time to develop. Eric, that kind of goes into the Tom Brady conversation, doesn't it? Think about this, guys. Eagle fans. What's going to be in the NFC? Let's hypothetically do this. What if, what if, okay, what if Aaron Rodgers leaves for the AFC or retires? Brady's done. You're going to sit around for two years trying to develop Jalen Hurts? Are you crazy? Come on, guys. You got to strike now when you have the money and you have the draft picks. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You feel comfortable coming out of these great playoff games with the guy you have going into this year, 2022. Yes or no? Let's see what you say. You feel comfortable going into this year after what you just witnessed this whole playoff run.
Molden, no. B. Costello, no. And by the way, I know you guys like Jalen. Carl says yes. He feels good with Jalen. Molden, no. Kyle, fuck no. Eagle fan, 1999. You're not wrong, Dan, big Cilio. No, hell no. I want to win now, Shakur says. Where does the logic lead to if the Rams lose two weeks from now? What do you mean the logic? Get to the game. I want to get to the – you think Chandler can lead you to a Super Bowl? I don't. Lucis, obviously no. But if he show, but do you do everything in your life with buts and maybes? Football is not about buts and maybes. I hope. This is not a hope chest. Well, I hope this draft choice turns into something. That's why free agents today, that's why the NFL changed that model where free agent play now is before the draft. And these guys are now like in their mid to late 20s instead of their late 30s like they used to be back in the day. And they were guys just holding on to the league. You now get quality guys. Why do you think Bill Belichick spent over $300 million in player contracts this past offseason? Watson right now. Jalen Hurts has marginally improved as a quarterback since his freshman year at Bama, says James. One more offseason isn't going to do it. You're right, James. He's not going to make a Josh Allen leap. Look at the Bengals. The Bengals are the greatest are the greatest example for every team in the league. The Bengals. The Bengals. Every fan out there knows what I'm talking about. Bengals are cheap. They have never been good, even though they've been to a couple Super Bowls. They've actually been to more Super Bowls, I think, than the Eagles have. Isn't that crazy? What, the 81 year? They, they, got, they, went, they played the Niners twice. And now this is their third one. And I, what, the Eagles have only been twice, right? Yeah. Sean McDermott, too, cookies. All right. Got to take a timeout. Let's talk to Gary Cobb about this from Fox 29. Guys, do me a favor. Hit the like button. We got a packed show for you. This is a big day today. Got to determine this, man. I want one of those. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show. Don't forget, our two. We will have the chairman of CBS Sports with us, Sean McManus, the man who makes all the decisions at CBS Sports, Masters, March Madness, the conference championship games, when CBS has the Super Bowl. Okay, he is the chairman. And yes, he is Jim McKay's son. We've been friends for 45 years. I've known Sean since we were kids. And uh, we're going to have him on in the second hour. And how about this? Highest ratings. In the National Football League this postseason in 28 years. Okay, so it was all on display here. Let's bring our friend in, and I so love that he's been with us this football season, and I love Gary Cobb from Fox 29. And I want to read you something, Gary. I I, I posted this on my Twitter here. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid has lost five conference championship games as a favorite. It's most all-time 0-2 against the Bucs. 03 against the Panthers, 08 against the Cardinals with the Chiefs, 018 against the Patriots. And in 2021, on Sunday, he lost against the Bengals. No Hall of Fame coach has lost more games that he was favored in in conference championship games than Andy Reid. Does this hurt his legacy? Well, I think it does, but I don't think ultimately it's going to stop him from, you know, like I think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame still, um, but it, it clearly does. I mean, if he had five Super Bowls, come on, they would be putting him up there uh, just under uh, Belichick, just behind Belichick. If he had been able to get to more Super Bowls and, and of course, win more of them, you know, that's what it's all about. But I, I think with Andy – I, if I were to say one thing with Andy, Andy doesn't like to run the ball, man. 
Andy doesn't believe in it. And I think that, um, you know, he probably should have ran the ball more yesterday. You know, you get away from that run. You know, and there's something about the run that even if you're not getting a lot of yardage, it's doing things for you because it's opening up your passing game. And they probably threw the ball too much. And, you know, they had success throwing the ball early. If they'd have run the ball more, clock would have probably run out on the fingers. <laughs> you know, if, if they could have put together a few long drives and just kicked field goals, there would be no time left. But there were so many times where they got, um, they just throwing the ball. And, and, and really, you know, I, I think Kelsey, you know, if you take, you can take away Kelsey, man. He's their guy. You know, even though Hill makes the big plays, Kelsey's the one that keeps the sticks moving. You know, you need that. And and then if you take away the running game and Kelsey, then, you know, they're going to be one, two, three, and they're going to be off the field. You know, Hill is your big play guy. And, and uh, some of those other guys, you know, they're not consistent catching the ball all the time. And, you know, they're going to make some plays. But really, your really offense is Kelsey Hill, you know. But you need a running game. That's what they had when they won it. You know, you, know, you know what, too, Gary? I said this, and my wife and I were watching the game. To me, what turned that game around was when Kansas City didn't get that ball in the end zone, going into half, and instead of throwing it to the sticks, it would have stopped the clock if it was inccomplete. They could have kicked the field goal. Yep. They would have had at least three points at going in. Three. Instead, the Bengals, they get momentum. They get juice. Then they stop the Chiefs in the opening drive coming out in the second half. Man, and it was just a Bengals show after that. Right. That was the key in that game, I thought. You agree? I mean, at halftime, after that play, emotionally, you're going, you know, I'm not even on the, on the team. I'm going, oh, man, you didn't get anything out of that. You didn't get anything. You're on the one-yard line. You don't get anything. You know, uh, I think what Mahomes, the key is Mahomes got too greedy. And that's the thing that has really been his kryptonite <laughs> is that, he gets lack of patience. He doesn't have the patience. Now, what, what does Brady have? Brady yep. has got the patience. I don't care. He will nickel and dime you and act like he's okay with it. And he will nickel and dime you. And that's what Burrow did. And that's what Burrow did. But Mahomes wouldn't do it. That last throw was greedy. Come on. You got two guys on him. You throw the ball over there anyway. And he just started just gunning. He just he had decided, look, I'm throwing the ball. Because he almost threw picks on, like, all those last few throws he had <laughs> were almost picks. But that's the thing with Mahomes. He gets greedy, and he will not be patient. And with the running game and nickel and dime, hey, I don't think he likes that. He's, he's had to do that. Teams have made him do it. He doesn't like it. In the offseason, after, after they gave that game away, <laughs> they let that game get away. 21 to 3 lead, you let that game get away. You're gonna be a lot more patient after the whole offseason of sitting living with that because no way they're supposed to lose that game. How about this, Gary? I think the Chiefs have never recovered since they lost Kareem Hunt. I mean, Kareem Hunt, when they had him in the backfield and he was a thousand-yard rusher, yeah, he was effective in the perimeter, catching footballs out of the backfield. Yep. Yep. He was a good red zone back. Yep. And they, you know, like you said, they've got every component on that offense. 
but a real durable guy. They've got just dudes back there in the That's backfield. Right. And, and but they're, Hunt's they're the small, missing link. The little guys, you know. Yeah. Rather than you get a guy with some size, can run with some power in there, and you know, you know, then you run the ball. And but I know Andy. Come on, Andy was here. As great a coach as Andy is, and great an offensive mind as he is, he doesn't like to run the ball. So him, him and Mahomes got to say, he, Andy don't want to run that ball. But you know, he has over the years. Though I think he's, he he knows he need it. You need to run the ball. But I still don't think he likes it. But you know, hey, they run the ball. They put together a couple drives. Cincinnati's at home. Yeah, no, 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 no question about it. Gary, let me throw you, let me throw you over here now. Yeah. Do you think, and I and I started my show out with this. It's been one of the best postseasons in NFL history that I've ever seen. Oh I mean, man. Wow. All the elite quarterbacks that have played and just made you just go like this. Every Do game you, has almost been an overtime game. every game has almost they've been, been so incredible. Do you think the value of Jalen Hurts? has increased or decreased inside the Eagle organization where they're looking at this going like this now. Look what Joe Burrow did, and you and I know this as well as anybody. When you're a free agent, Cincinnati ain't a destination. No. Now it is because that guy goes in there and changes a shit franchise around, right. and they're in the Super Bowl. Do you think right now, how do you think the front office is looking at that quarterback position? You know, I mean, I, you know, now I like the kid. I mean, but this is not about liking the kid. <laughs> they look at the quarterback. They're going, do we have a quarterback that can put us on his back? Do we have that quarterback to put us on his back? Now, I think Jalen's going to get better and everything. Right now, I'm telling you, it's just like some of my boys, you know, like I got boys who are like married. And then I got boys that are like, <laughs> they're kind of married, you know? You know those guys. Now, I played my, with a bunch of them. Hey, my wife, she, you know, she's pretty good at, uh, you know, a woman can, uh, Joey, uh, we know Joey, but so the, the Eagles are married, but come on, man, that, I, hey, that, they're looking across the street. Wait, what? Wait, what? You say your name is? What you say? <laughs> you know? My wait a minute, Gary. Gary, my name is Deshaun, and um, I really have a great wardrobe, and I do my nails, and I'm ready. <laughs> hey, uh, look. So you think? I, hey, do you think how he's cheating on Jalen? Well, <laughs> <laughs> see, see, see. <laughs> I, hey. Well, let's put it this way. Okay. They're looking. I mean, you know, I, I you know, it's, it's Jalen's job. And you know what? I think Jalen's going to get better. But, man, they are – come on. There's nobody that looking at all these games and not saying, do we have – do we have that guy at quarterback? Do we have that guy? I mean, and so uh, it's going to be inter interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But – Right now, out of the people out there, and, and the, the whole thing with Deshaun Watson, I mean, it is a long, it's a stretch right now. I don't know. Here's what, what I reported, Gary. I reported yeah. this on um, Saturday over the weekend about this. I found out that Nick Casario and Howie Roseman 
had a conversation on what the asking price was for the quarterback. Now, as I explained to everybody, if you think Howie Roseman is the only general manager that's called Nick Casario up, the Dolphins, Chris Greer's called up, you're talking the Carolina Panthers, the Broncos, the Giants, all these guys, because they're watching the same thing other owners and you and me are watching yeah. with these playoffs now, and they want to know what the asking price is. So that's not a stretch because Howie is and notorious. Dan, if you're not calling, you're not yeah. doing your job. You should be fired. You should be fired. Come on. If, if you don't have one of those marquee guys and you're not calling down there, then they say you, they, they need to go in and go, hey, we need to get a, a real GM in there. Because, you know, clearly, you know, the see that the special quarterback, quarterback that can that can do it. And for Joe Burrow to be doing this in his second year, come on, man. Like you were saying about Cincinnati. Cincinnati, come on. Are you kidding me? Cincinnati's in the Super Bowl. But you can see that kid there, man. The thing that the thing that really I'm still trying to how did he how did he not get sacked about what three, four times? Come on, man. The way he moved in the pocket, Gary, the way he found passing lanes, he slid in the pass. He wasn't trying. Then he got a couple vertical plays where he got it out of his feet. That meant you had to keep the linebackers a little bit honest. Do you know that to me, I thought I saw it. I'm not, I don't think you should ever do this, but I saw Brady qualities in that guy on how he rallied that team. And the thing that you said that Mahomes doesn't have, the patience factor of keeping it real, keeping it in there. Yep. Keeping it in there, making one big play, mixing takes off down the sidelines. That yep. thing set the whole thing up. Yep. Man, you've got to have a guy like that. He may not be Josh Allen, but yep. I'll tell you what, that guy's going to win a lot of games over He's the He's going to win a lot of games because he does have the patience. And, you know, he, he he's not put inside. He's not pushing himself. You can see Mahomes. Mahomes wants to go downtown. Mahomes yeah. wants to throw that ball and everything. And, you know, and, and, uh, and I got to give it. Brady has it. Brady does not sweat it. You want to give him five yards? Boom. Keep giving it about five yards. He's going to take it every time. And he's got no problem. He he doesn't doesn't go anywhere and apologize when he's taking that five yards from you. But that's a quality, a special quality in a quarterback, you know, when you have that. Now, you know, I've seen great ones. I mean, Montana had that. He would nickel and dime you. Don't you you think Elway Elway later – Learned that under Kyle Shanahan. I thought he early he yeah. was a little like Mahomes, and later yeah. I think he got more patient. Don't That's you agree right. with that? Yes, he yes he did. I mean, even to the point where hey, they're running the ball as much yes. as they were. Yeah, right. You know, and, and uh, to Davis. have the quarterback look, it's about winning. Because really, like Troy, come on, Troy Aikman didn't get a chance to really show all his arm talent. You know, but you know what he's got. Three rings. rings, baby. <laughs> you know, he he hand the ball off. I mean, let that running game really be the star. But, you know, he's got Michael out there and everything. And, you know, he's got a great arm. But he didn't get a chance to put up all the numbers with the guards to records with throwing the ball and everything because they didn't let him throw the ball a lot. But what he's got is he won. Yeah, no problem with winning. And really, ultimately, that's what it's about. And you know, Mahomes, he, he he really got away. He at there at the end, like that last throw, come on. The guy's got two guys, a little guy with two guys on him. Come on, it's sure as day. Bang, bang. You turn that ball over. Let me throw this at you here, too, here with the Eagles here. Um uh-huh. 
How much do you give up to go to get one of these guys with um, Deshaun Watson or with Russell Wilson? Do you mortgage the future here? Do you do you believe, Gary, that if because the asking price is three ones right now, there's no doubt that his value increased of what we saw this past weekend, even with the sidebar stories that are going on around him, they're mm-hmm. still going to command three number ones. Do you think? The Eagles have the onions and the rocks to do that, to put up three number ones for a guy like that. Well, if you knew that he was going to play, that's the thing. If he's going to play, as young as he is, I think I think it's a deal which I could see them doing it. Well, Gary, you know, if you answer this to me then. Yeah. So why would they do this then? Why would they keep him active all year, pay him all year, to trade him and then to sit him? Don't you think they're going to retro it like this and they're going to go back and the union's going to fight for him and say he pretty much was suspended a self-suspension this past year Uh for his character because it just doesn't make sense to go like this if you're the Texans. To me, I think they're going to use him not playing because he was active. They played him. I mean, they paid him. Yeah, He did not play a down this past season. Don't you think both the Texans, the NFL Players Association, and the league are going to go like this, time served? Well, I I know, hey, if he's got a decent lawyer, whoever's representing him, they got to come in and argue that. Because, he, come on, he's he's not hurt. He didn't get a chance to play. So, ultimately, and he, he was, was active. suspended. He was active. Yeah. I mean, come on. So, he, you know, he didn't play. He didn't get a chance to play. So, they're clearly going to make that argument, you know. I, I don't know what everybody's thinking and everything, but come on, you don't have to hear and talk to them and hear what they're thinking. You got the only available marquee guy with that kind of elite talent. He's the only one available. None of the other ones you can't. Go, you're not going to get anywhere near those other ones, especially with they where this game is going to now. It it was about the quarterback before this year. It's become more about the quarterback. Do you think, too, Gary, that the Eagles and Howie have to do this, this offseason and free agency? Because right now, the way the team is constructed with those wideouts, you ain't attracting any of them names. Do you think Howie has to do this to kind of have to dress her up a little bit here? Like you do when you're going to sell your house or you're going to sell your car. Mm -hmm. You got to go like this. I'm I'm using the name. I'm not saying he will. A guy like Beckham. AB, people like that. So when you look up and you're looking for a place, you're going like this, man. They got one of the top three O-lines in the league. Now they got AB, Odell Beckham, and Devontae Smith, and they got Dallas Goddard there. That's a pretty good-looking offense there, man. I could see myself fitting in there. It's the best O-line in the NFC East, and the NFC is going to be down. If Brady, let's just say Aaron Rodgers goes to the AFC and he doesn't retire, the NFC is wide open. Yeah. Don't you go like this? That's a pretty good landing spot right there. Oh, there yeah. I, I definitely think they're gonna get they're gonna go after a veteran wide receiver. I definitely think they're gonna do that. Uh I mean, I I hear, you know, see a, a Calvin Ridley's name coming up, you know. But they they need a they need a veteran wide receiver. To be in there with those young guys, uh, they need one. And so I think they are gonna do that because you look at the wide receiver position now, it's not where you need it to be, you know. You do have the running game. You got that offensive line. Very attractive to a quarterback. You just need some receivers. You got some receivers hit. You know, you you uh, you you uh, bring in a veteran that's proven he can do it. 
And then you got the young kids. And I, I think that's a, a, a much more sellable, uh, you know, offense. You, you got that because you got a running game and everything. And that's what um, somebody's going to want something to be able to go with. But, you know, you, are you going to go out for Russell Wilson, though? I, you know, Russell, how many years are you going to have with Russell? You got about five years then with Russell. You got about five years. That's why, you know. That's not kids, three number ones then, is it, Gary? On that five years, think, three ones? I don't I know. I say two with Russell. I can't see three. Come on, yeah. you're talking five years. You're not talking, you know. He's he's already had a career. Come on, so you. I don't think you can get the same. I don't think it's the same situation. You got a young kid, twenty five years old. Come on, that's 10, 15 years, whatever, twelve years. You know that that's a different situation. Let me end it with, it with this here. The reports are hasn't become official yet, but Brady calls it a career. Tom Brady, um, his career was what to you? When we're talking NFL players, number one quarterback of all time. I mean, I guess How about number one player. Is he the number, number one, one player, player ever? Number one player. It's about winning. It's about winning championships. That have to win as as much as he has won. It's astonishing, and I think that's what what we were talking about. I don't think enough quarterbacks see the thing he has is not so much where. Come on where he's the best thrower. He's patient, man. Take care of the ball. If you're turning the ball over, you lose. Okay? The guy's patient. And the thing about it is extraordinary. I see with him and Jalen, you know, uh, in the Tampa Bay game. I'm going like, Jalen, look at Tom. He's taking that, that, that check down. No problem. Not apologizing for it. You're looking downfield, and you start getting greedy. You turn the ball over. Tom would take that 20 times, the check down. No problem. Sleep good when he gets home. <laughs> that is, the, it's, it's something that doesn't seem like a big deal because it's, it's something that every quarterback can do. Take the check down, okay? Take care of the football and you win. You know, if you got a good defense and you can take care of the football, you're going to win a lot of games just alone with that. But if you got some, you know, some, some talent, and you take care of the football, you're going to win championships. That's right, man. And all those checkdowns led to seven NFL Super Bowl titles. Gary, yep. great conversation as always, my friend. I love so much that you come on our program like this and set our week up. Thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate it. Hey, you got those guys, man. They're thinking, Howie, what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate right, it, buddy. Gary. That's my friend, Gary Cobb. He's right, man. Hey. Every NFL general manager right now is thinking the same thing we're all thinking. Hey, man, it's my guy to guy. We'll reset. Please hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show. I want to thank Gary Cobb for coming aboard. Guys, please hit the like button. Thank you. Hey, hour two, the chairman of CBS Sports, Sean McManus, will join us. Always great catching up with the man who makes all the decisions at CBS. Don't forget also, a little programming note, my friend Joy Taylor from Colin Coward's The Herd will join us on Tuesday at 4.30 Eastern time. All right. We'll talk a little more about Jalen here. By the way, guys, this is not shade on Jalen Hurts. This is just about getting the Eagles better. Stop with the feeling stuff. Hey, by the way, would you guys be cool with getting John Kincaid on? You guys all right with that? I think I'm going to try to get him on Wednesday from the Fanatic in Philly. Dear friend of mine, tried recruiting me for a radio station in Atlanta years ago. Wanted me to leave WDAE. I was like, nah, I don't think so. I was doing 10 shares in the morning, and I was like, I don't think so. So John Kincaid from the Sports Fanatic in Philadelphia, we'll try to get him on Wednesday there. Joy Taylor tomorrow, and Sean McManus will be in hour number two. Um, Andy Reid, here, let me, let me bring this up again here. Hey, do me a favor, guys. Stop with Gardner Minshew. I don't give a shit about that guy. Gardner Minshew. I'm not benching Jalen Hurts for gar- garbage Minshew, okay? I'm not putting garbage Minshew in as my starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Some of these guys want garbage Minshew in there. Come on, man. Okay, Wanna, let, let's put Maverick in there. Garbage Minshew. That's what I – when I see – hey, when I, when I see 
Gardner Minshew's name, I think a garbage Minshew. So let me throw this at you here. Chiefs Andy Reid, I tweeted this out at Dan Cilio show. And I, and I brought it up with Gary Cobb here. Andy Reid has lost five conference championship games as the favorite. Hey, the 0-2 one to the Buccaneers, did that get under Eagles' skin a little bit? Wasn't that the last game at the vet? Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was that 0-2 conference championship game the last game at the vet? Am I right? When I, why, do I, why do I say it was the last game at Veterans Stadium? Was that – it had to – I think it was the last game. Okay, at – I think that 0-2 conference championship game was the – because it, it wasn't at Raymond James. Okay? Yeah, well, I think it was at the Veterans Stadium. Okay, so get this. Then the 0-3 game, you guys lost to the Panthers. Then the 0-8 game, you lost to the Cardinals. Man. Oh, man. How'd that go over losing three conference championship games in Philadelphia for Andy Reid? That couldn't have been a good time for him. Okay? I can't think. Then as the Chiefs coach, he lost the 18 to the Patriots. That was the overtime game. And then on Sunday to the Bengals. So Andy Reid has lost five conference championship games. Five conference championship games when he was the favorite. Wow. Is he still a Hall of Fame coach? Yeah, 19 postseason wins. He's tied with Don Shula. He's won away. From Tom Landry, he ain't catching Belichick, but man, he's, is he a Hall of Fame? Yes, yes. Guys, that play for Andy Reid, that play call, he had the right play. Mahomes didn't execute it going into the half. That was the fucking game. When they got no points out of that, you're on the one-yard line. A quarterback sneak. But because... Uh, Mahomes got hurt on a quarterback sneak two years ago. They won't run that play. You don't see Mahomes doing the quarterback sneak like you do with Joe Burrow and you see with Tom. Tom Brady mastered that. And when Mahomes got hurt, I went like this. And get this, the Bengals knew that, that he wasn't going to do a quarterback sneak. I can't remember the last time Mahomes did do a quarterback sneak. And he throws it out in the perimeter. Man, instead of going for the end zone, bro, why? You cut the chances down of a, of a, of a touchdown play when you don't throw it in the end zone. On the one, that was the game. Then the Bengals stop him coming out of the locker room, and it was all Joe Burrow time after that. Mixon takes it up to the sideline, got him right back in the ball game. Hey, Wick, I blame Mahomes too, not Reed on that play. But the quarterback and the head coach are tied at the scene. So both of those dudes are going to take the L on that. It's funny because Xander asked me, who do you blame on that one? Well, 
It's Mahomes in the execution by the players. But Reed's going to get it too, even though Reed probably called him. And Reed said it. I wanted him to throw it in the end zone. Mahomes throws it out in the perimeter. Why? Because what Gary Cobb said, he got greedy. Well, let me get it out here. You know, when you're, you're front running and everything's going great, all of a sudden a little adversity hits. What happened? Kansas City kind of nutted up a bit, didn't it? You know, they did. All of a sudden, some things started going sideways. Okay? Oh, Eric, he was complete. Andy Reid was outcoached in the second half by a dude named Zach Taylor. I think he was like the 13th president of the United States or some shit. I don't know. Dude, Zach Taylor, I had to look his ass up on Wikipedia who he was. Man. Dank says I expected Hill to break those tackles. Yeah. Player execution. Bad audible by Mahomes. Bad execution by Hill. It happens. Man, you're in a conference championship game. Take the points. I don't care if you're at Arrowhead or if you're on the Rocky Mountains. Get those points, man. They may come back to haunt you. Read through his quarterback under the bus. You make $500 million. You got a bus of money on your back. I don't care. See, when you make that kind of money and you have that kind of leverage in the organization and you make a stupid play, I am going to shit on you. We're not talking about a rookie guy any longer. We're not talking about an underpaid player here. We're talking about a guy that's got a $500 million contract. I don't care if your feelings are hurt. You know, you know what will make his feelings better? Come Tuesday when he gets his paycheck. He'll be all right. Trust me. Him and his girlfriend will feel good or his wife feel good about themselves. Him and his dumbass brother can go sit around and tweet out how shitty it was of a play call, too, that Andy Reid put him in. But Reid says this, that's not me. That's not what I called. Game management. I'll say this about Andy Reid. Those timeouts, man, have always haunted that dude as a coach. Have they not? There was another guy who was a terrible play caller when it came to timeouts. That was Mike Martz. Because they have such a guy mentality and such a signal caller that just whips it down the field. March never really looked at those timeouts as being anything. He never really cared. He wasn't really a time management guy or managed the ball game very well. I think Reed goes into that as well. You got a guy like Travis Kelsey and Hill and Mahomes. You think you're really looking at your timeouts? Well, let's get to the 20. We'll call a timeout so we can keep it. That's not what they're doing. Matt Hatter's right. Guys, please hit the like button. I got to take a timeout here. I want to get back. How much would you give up for Deshaun Watson? How much would you give up in your first-round picks for Russell Wilson? We'll talk more about the conference championship games. They were spectacular. Jim Harbaugh, I think, is trying to politician for an NFL head coaching job, too. Once again, guys, hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Our two national football show, your boy Dan Silio. Hey, guys, please hit the like button. Man, that first hour just flew. Sean McManus, the chairman of CBS Sports, will be with us at the bottom of the hour. He is arguably the most powerful man in sports broadcasting. He stumps up on the Masters. He stumps up on March Madness, Super Bowls, conference championship games, every single thing that goes on at CBS Sports. And his father's Jim McKay by the way. So we'll talk to the legend and my friend for over 40 years. That'll be at the bottom of the hour. Let me bring this up before we get back to Jalen and Deshaun and maybe Russell Wilson. Can you imagine being Joe Burrow right now? You're from Ohio. You were told you weren't good enough to play at Ohio State. Ohio State has never got the quarterback spot right in the pros. Has never. In 157 years of their program, has ever gotten it right. On a guy who went on to the next level to be a star. Think of that. He's never. Never in a million years. Okay? Yeah, Xander goes, those dummies had JT Barrett and Dwayne Haskins. Ryan Day and Urban Meyer. 
told Joe Burrow, you should transfer. Burrow's from Ohio. You imagine being told your childhood dream's over, that you can't play for your state school, the Ohio State University? What a shot to your fucking heart that must have been for him. You're not good enough, kid. You're just not good enough. And we're getting this kid in from Georgia, too. Justin Fields, we're talking. It's not going to work here. It's just not going to work. You need to find another job. Oh, and by the way, all these other schools were looking at Joe. They were kind of, but you know what? Ed Ogeron, who was the LSU head coach, saw something special. He goes, this kid just, he walks into the room. He lit it up for me. This guy was just, I, I loved him and fell in love with him immediately. He, he, he throws the keys to him, says, you got my program. Joe Burrow goes on and wins a national title and the Heisman Trophy. You know what some were saying? They were doing the same shit that they did to Mac Jones. Wow, wait a minute. Joe's not that good. Look at all the people around him that he had. LSU was loaded. We all know that. The Jeffersons of the world, the Chases, all them guys, they were all doing this. Nah, it's not really him. So the Bengals went like this when they had an interview with him. Nah, there's something about this dude too. Okay, there's something about him. What do they do? They gamble, roll the dice. We're going to take Burrow number one. Ohio kid. He's not even quarterbacking the Browns. He's quarterbacking the Bengals, the shitty Bengals. So within three years, Burrow has put a Heisman on his shelf, a national trophy, an AFC championship trophy, and maybe a Super Bowl trophy? There's only one other guy I've ever seen in my life have this kind of early success in my life. I know Mahomes had it early, too, sat behind a guy and Alex Smith. But that guy's name was Magic Johnson. In like a three-year span, Magic Johnson, no, excuse me, a two-year span, no, three-year span, Magic Johnson won a state championship at Michigan State. Then he won a national championship. Oh, he won a national championship at Michigan State, a high school basketball title in Michigan. And in his rookie year, he led the Lakers to the NBA championship and played the pivot because Jabbar got hurt in game six against the Sixers and went for like 48, 14, and seven and was the MVP. Dude, you're talking about immediate, and he was 20 years old. You know, you can talk to me about all these NBA guys. Magic Johnson was 20 and he's doing all that. 20. <laughs> By the age of 20, he had accomplished all that shit. Here's Burrow. Have, he hasn't played. Get this. Joe Burrow hasn't played 33 NFL games. He missed half the season last year. He missed half the year. And you guys want to give Jalen Hurts another year to go, well, let me pontificate on this here, and let me see if this guy here is good enough to play. You know, he'll get better. Fuck that. When you watch Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert play, don't you go like this? Uh, yeah. Like, you're walking down the street, and you see a hot chick. Do you do this? I need to see her 10 more times. 
Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. You know, she's got kind of a big nose. <laughs> yeah, but what about the rest of her, dog? Nah, you know, I gotta see her about I gotta see her another. I gotta see her another, you know, 16 weeks. Let me see. You don't know if that chick's good looking or not? You got a problem. You see a good looking woman, you do this, man. Now look, I get all the character stuff, all the things that make that person. You, you, you nobody cared what Aaron Rodgers thought. They just saw that guy go out and play ball and went, I want that. And they worried about that other shit, like with Favre. They worried about all that other weirdo stuff. Still won ball games. You don't need a hundred freaking years to go, well, let me give Jalen another 16 or 17 weeks to figure out whether or not he's the guy. Come on, man. Like I told you in the first hour, when I'm sitting in an Austin Martin and I'm sitting in an Acura Legend, I know the difference. <laughs> I know the difference. Okay, when I'm in a Bentley and I'm in an Acura, I know the difference. Why are you making this harder on yourself? You know why? Because most of you that love Jalen, including me, this is what makes me a little bit softer. You know what it is? You know how many times Xander's done this? Fuck, dude, your empathy, man. It comes through on when you're talking about Jalen. Nobody cares whether you like him or not. He's a great dude. We Stop saying that. And from now on, every single time that I talk about Jalen Hurts, I'm not going to talk about how much I like him. Because it's not relevant. I don't care if I like the guy. I care he wins. See, but this goes into how we look at things politically and how we look at things in society today. It's almost like, well, you have to like the guy. No, you don't. You don't have to like the guy you work with. You don't have to. If the guy succeeds, I don't care what he is. Someone asked me this. Would you hire a person you didn't like? If I could get that guy to get me the success that I needed, yeah. I, that makes me a better manager. If I'm coaching somebody or I'm working with somebody that I don't like, but he's helping my company or my team win. What are we talking about here? Your feelings? We love Jalen. Great, Carl. That'll be great at the company picnic. M. Hank 31, Hurts' skill set won't cut it being a franchise quarterback. It's That's right. That's right. NFC Beast. Burrow is a Maserati. Hertz is a Chevy Cobalt. Hey, dude, I had a Maserati Quadruport. I done. Yeah. Big sales, man. Oof. Did I spend money on cars? Hey, you, hey. At one time, brother, I had a Corvette, a Maserati Quadruport, and a 911, and a Lotus. Don't ask me. Please. It, how about this? They rode nice, but it was a nightmare at the end. Yeah. Oh, I had a Maserati, man, Quadraport. It was crazy, man. Oh, I loved the 911, too. It was great. And the Corvette was something I, you know. Yeah, hey, and I didn't kill myself. I couldn't believe it. Oh, 
The fastest I got the Corvette up to was 142. Alligator Alley. Oh, man, it was so stupid. I was so I was like Jerome. Me and Jerome with drag race. Too big. Hey, hey, no, no, no. Get this, man. Dante, not for the 9-11, but for the Lotus. Yeah. How about this, bro? I felt like I was a sardine. <laughs> I felt like I was a sardine in that Lotus, man. Uh, oh, hey, Roth, I had it, man. You know, the only car I'd never owned was a Ferrari. But I had the Porsche. I had the Maserati. Uh, don't. Oh, uh, terrible. Now, now I've got a 13-year-old Hummer. I love the. Thank you very much. Monday through Friday. 46 Eastern. Big Seals likes Hummers. <laughs> oh, man. Right. <laughs> Sales, any chance the Browns take a chance on Jimmy G? Absolutely. Absolutely. Jimmy G is going to get a lot of opportunities to quarterback somewhere else. I love the way he handled himself through this whole entire mess. NFC beast, right? You've got a camper? That's okay. Hey, that's okay, brother. I may be living in a camper soon. It's all good. I'm kidding. I love a night. <laughs> Dank. No, 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 no. <laughs> Vehicle. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'd rather go lunch or eat car or a sports car. Dude, I know, man. I drove one of those uh, Mercedes-Benz 300s. It was one of my deals that I had with a uh, with an agency. I drove it for like two years. That thing was sweet, man. You know, you got the thing in the middle that you spin, right? Like you're like in a space shuttle or some shit, right? First, second, you know. All right, let's get back over here to this. By the way, Sean McMahon is bottom of the hour, guys. Hey, please hit the like button. Um, Boy, that price tag has to have gone up. It's just had to have gone up. It's had to have gone up, man. Hey, guys, listen, even the Hertz lovers, and by the way, you know, I'm not going to quantify myself any longer because I like the kid. I'm just not. You can't come out of this weekend going like that. Here, watch this. Here. How do you think Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones feel about that coming out of this weekend? Let's stay in our division. Let's stay in our division. Do you think if the Cowboys could trade Dak Prescott to the Houston Texans, they would for Deshaun Watson? Oh, yeah. I do. Eric, right? You feel like you overpaid for something, right? Guys, you tell me if you think you tell me if you think I'm wrong. Well, well, wait a minute. BF. Deshaun Watson's money's 38 million. It's just a couple million shy of the 42 the Cowboys are going to pay. Watson's new deal hits the books this week, this year. In March, that now goes up to like $38 million. They're playing, they're paying Prescott 42. Who do you think they'd rather have? 
You think the Cowboys would rather have Deshaun Watson or Dak Prescott? After what you saw, remember, Deshaun and Bur- Deshaun and Patrick Mahomes, they put up some damn good games against one another. Okay? Danko's, I'm a nice guy, doesn't make me an NFL player. Really, ask Aaron Rodgers that. Oh, Wick, the Cowboys, you're either going to have to restructure Ezekiel Elliott's deal or you're going to have to dump Amari Cooper. What up, Noodles? Appreciate you stepping in, man. Thank you so much. Please hit the like button, everyone. Watson, no effing question. How do you, how the hell do you want Desmond Ryder over Watson? Desmond who? Desmond who? Still, that's not 42 a year? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll dump it up. Watson's a better player. We're not talking about gigantic. 38-42? Hey, wait a minute. You could come up with the money. Cut Ezekiel Elliott. That guy ain't worth shit in the Cowboy organization any longer. James says, if I'm trading for one, this is what I give up for my guy. For Watson, I give up three 2022 number ones. Hurts in a third in 2023. For Wilson, I give up 22 16th overall pick or 23rd in Hurts. Xander, put up James's um, price tag. What do you think, guys? I'm, I actually, I may, I may actually endorse that. What do you make of that price tag there that James just put up? It's pronounced Ritter. I don't give a shit what he's pronounced. As far as I'm concerned, it's pronounced Desmond Meat. What do you make of that? What do you make of that price tag that James has put up? As good as Watson is. He had a terrible team the last season starting. He did. AJ, I want to hear the same people talk about Jalen next year when Watson's on the Washington team. Of course, James, I think that's a nice price tag. Watson hasn't done shit. So you stick with Jalen. Congratulations. Going nowhere with him. I would give up two first-rounders this year for Wilson. I think I would, too. I think I would, too. The Eagles would get fleeced. Nasty. The Eagles fleeced the Colts. You get a one and a three for Carson Wentz, who now the Colts don't like. You think the call about this? How do you think the Colts feel right now after watching what we watched this past weekend? How do you, how do you think they feel? You could do that with any team. You're going like this. Shit. We expect Carson Wentz to be Joe Burrow. Dude, when you're the number one pick in the NFL draft, you're expected to be Joe Burrow. Daniel Jones signed a four-year, $25 million contract. That's actually not shit today. And get this, the new head coach, you know what he's got to deal with? Let me show you how bad it is in Dallas. For Brian Dable, let me show you this. So now they're not going to take a quarterback in the upcoming draft, or they're not going to try to trade for one. 
Dable's going to go in there and they're going to try to work on Josh Allen. He got a year to work on him. Then they're going to figure out Daniel Jones sucks and he's not the guy. Then he's going to ask the brand new coach to have to what? Win with a rookie. So two years you spent dicking around is going to cost that coach his job in his third year. You put that coach in a position to fail already. That's why when Cliff Kingsbury walked into Arizona, he went like this. No way, Josh Allen, or not Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, he ain't the guy. Get that guy out of here. We got to redo this all over again, guys. Kyle Murley's the guy. We got to go get him. We got to go get him. They drafted quarterbacks in the first round, back-to-back consecutive drafts, man. So that brand-new coach in, in in New York has to deal with two years of not knowing if he's got a guy. Two years of that. He's going to make Daniel Jones the best Daniel Jones will ever be. But we're back in the conversation of Jalen Hurts stuff. That ain't good enough. That ain't good enough. So Brian Dable is going to have two years of fooling around with a guy who's not qualified to be the quarterback of that team. And Frank. Then third year, they're going to blame him and blow him out at the end of the year. Come on. This becomes standard in New York. Helps us in the division, yeah. I mean, if I'm the Giants, I'm looking at that going, no way, you didn't get the, the Giants didn't get the GM. And this is all under the assumption you got the GM right and you got the head coach right. Right? This is all under the assumption. Hertz is going to make a major strides this year. Where do you, why would, what, what's major strides? Josh Allen strides? Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr? All those dudes kind of, he's going to make leaps like that? No way. No way. No way. No way. No way. What area? Right. Progression reading? God, I hope. He couldn't find single coverage in that playoff game against the Bucks to save his life. Dude, this is not harsh. This is real. I mean, Seth Joyner and I were talking about this the other day. Right? I'm just saying, man. This is crazy and how people look at this. So you think that guy, right, watch this. Jalen's going to get better. But what better? Baker Mayfield better? Like I told you, guys, I, I think for whatever reason, we do this. We don't let our eyeballs tell the truth. We have this narrative that we build up. And we, we're hoping because, look, you guys are coming out of a poor relationship with Carson Wentz. This is what this is. You hated the guy who was before him. You like this guy. You're hoping this guy succeeds. Who cares about that stuff? Of course you're hoping he succeeds. Hell, you're hoping Wentz succeeded. Because when that happens, you win a Super Bowl or you're in a conversation to win one.
got to dress this team up as well. I, I like what James said with the draft choices. All right, guys, we're going to continue this conversation. Sean McManus, the chairman of CBS Sports, is going to join us. Man, it has been one of the greatest playoff times I've ever seen. And ratings have been through the roof. Please hit the like button. One of the most powerful people in sports broadcasting, Jim McKay's son, Sean McManus, the chairman of CBS Sports, will join us next. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Chairman of CBS Sports is going to join us soon. We'll get his thoughts on what's been a incredible NFL playoff run. I mean, this has been some of the best football I've ever watched. I'm not saying all the games were great football games, but they were as entertaining as all get out. I mean, and the NFL, what an absolute golden time right now. I mean, the programming now for the NFL has been second to none. It really has. And the way these games were put on and the way that 
you know, they performed the league and they're going through COVID and they're dealing with all of this has absolutely been, in, in my opinion, it's been a grand slam for the league. It's been a grand slam for all the partners that put on the NFL Thursday night football. Now it's even going, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this coming year here, they're going to have Thursday night football on Amazon. I mean, you're now seeing spring football now popping up this year. They're going to have the USFL who we're a big fan of. And next year, the rocks XFL is going to be going on at the same time. There's a reason that these leagues now are starting up because the consumer wants football. The more they can get the better. And that's just the way that it has been. And it has grown so much. And as I tell you guys, my friend, and we've been friends now for a long time. And he had one of the best weekends, I would say, in a long time. And I'll even say this to you. I think all of television had what has to be one of the best playoff moments I've seen when it comes to this postseason. The chairman of CBS Sports, our friend Sean McManus. Sean, I got to say, this has been one of the greatest times in NFL history from a television standpoint and from an opportunity to broadcast these. I, I've never seen more compelling games, more entertaining games, and this has just got to be one a golden age right now for sports broadcasting. You know, Dan, um, I don't even have words to describe what's happened with the NFL the last three or four weeks. You know, you go back to week 18 um, and the drama there. And the last play in the last game of the season, um, when the Raiders are about to kick that field goal, could determine the fate of three different teams on the last play. Pittsburgh, if he doesn't make the field goal, it's a tie. Pittsburgh doesn't get in. If um, uh, if uh, the kick is blocked and uh, L.A. runs it back, they're in and Oakland is out. I mean, it just – and Oakland makes it, they're in and Pittsburgh's in. And then you get the – oh, my God, the wild card games and the crazy San Francisco-Dallas game. And then on Divisional Weekend, you get – four games that are each decided on the last play of the game. And then you get the two overtime games we had with the Buffalo um, Kansas city game, which a lot of people are calling maybe the best, uh, the best divisional, maybe best playoff game ever uh, with Patrick Mahomes. Buffalo wins the game 13 seconds to go. Um, what's what can Mahomes do in 13 seconds with, I think one time out. And he marches 45 yards and they kick a tying field goal. I mean, it's just, and then you had the game, um, you know, yesterday with Cincinnati down 18 points in Kansas City. They're never going to win this game. And wouldn't you know it, they figure out a way to stop Tariq Hill um, and, and Mahomes and they come back and they storm back and they win it in overtime. I mean, you just, you can't make up what's happened the last few, <laughs> few weeks in the NFL. Uh, and the amount of overtime games is, is ridiculous. Um, and they've all been, you know, most games have been won, not lost. You know, I mean, the, the play has just resulted in, look what Joe Burrow did yesterday, um, you know, down. I mean, when you, what are the odds when you're down 18 points uh, in the first quarter in Arrowhead? What are the chances you're going to come back when you look at what Kansas City has in terms of weapons and defense? I mean, it's just so it's to be involved with the NFL. It's why it's why we all spent the money we did uh, last February to make sure that we all keep NFL on our networks. There's just nothing like it. There's just there's, there's you know, we're going to get 
45 or 46 million homes from yesterday's broadcast. Think about that. God. You know, and, you know, uh, it's just, it's, there's, there's nothing like it. Nothing you know, like and, and I was talking to David Hill a couple days ago about this and, you know, he brought up 91 of the top 100 television shows, Sean. Yep. Or NFL football games. I mean, I, I guess it's the best reality television show that's running because, like you said, there's nobody in their right mind because I've played at Arrowhead. You don't go into Arrowhead. You're down 18. You're in a playoff game. Mahomes has been spectacular there. And all of a sudden, here's Cincinnati. They stop him before the half. And Tony Romo was right. That's going to come back to haunt Kansas oh my City God. that they didn't get any points. And it's such a great reality show here on what we're seeing. And by the way, the way that Romo and Nance put that game on, you know, I'm going to talk about Summerall and Madden here in a second because I know you have, you know, a great place in your heart for those two guys. But these guys just really put a great show on this weekend. Yeah, I was proud of the guys. And, you know, you talk about that play with three seconds to go. Um, it was just they should have taken – taken the points or they should have had a different play run. And, and I believe this is the game. Uh, it was the game where Andy Reed wasted a timeout early yep. in the, early in the first half on a challenge, which he didn't have to do. All you have to do is throw the challenge flag. You don't have to call a timeout and then throw the challenge flag. So that was brought up by our guys also, but yeah. And just to, to further on my, uh, and David Hill's a great, great friend and a lion in this industry. 48 out of the top 50 shows, NFL programs, and the top 16 NFL. Just think about that. 48 out of 50 shows are NFL games. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely. You're a crazy great. You know what? I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up, you know, and, and I tell the story of your dad doing this for me. So your dad introduces me to Rune Arledge, and I was going, and you know the whole story. Um, I go and get a chance to meet Rune Arledge, and I got a chance, unfortunately, the passing of Jack O'Hara. So I got a chance I was going to go to work for these guys. And Pat Summerall knew my uncle, Andy Robostelli. And so they yeah. were all, you know, that giant connection and all this and that. And I got a chance one time to sit in the booth with Madden and Summerall. And, you know, there was nothing like those two guys. Your guys were spectacular on Sunday, too. But just your thoughts on John Madden and, you know, how appropriate we had the best viewing and the history, I think, of the NFL, of well, at least in the last 28 years. And it's all, you know, you're thinking of John Madden, how he presented the games. I think he would have been pretty proud of what he saw during this NFL playoff run. He would have loved it. And, you know, what a lot of people have said to me, which is really interesting, Sandy Montag, his agent, said it to me. Um, some other people who have known him said it to me, that he was the smartest person they ever met. And he had layer upon layer of knowledge and perspective and intelligence that you just don't see in people. And he, I mean, there will never, I don't, I am, just like there would never be a Tiger, another Tiger Woods, there will never be another person like John Madden who is so far and away above the best at what he does as an analyst. Um, and, you know, John, um, he was curious, um, he loved meeting people on his cross-country trips in the Madden Cruiser. He was a rock star when the Madden Cruiser pulled into a, a town, whether it was in Iowa or Louisiana, wherever it was, he was a rock star. 
And he just made everybody around him so much better. He was the first of the analysts who really studied film. He made the producer and the director have endless film sessions. Uh, he was the first one to do that. He was the first one to ever telestrate on television. And the way he had entertainment value, uh, listen, there are a lot of great analysts today, and there have been a lot of great analysts in the history of NFL coverage, but nobody, there's, I mean, no one's ever going to be what John Madden was. And, you know, uh, people forget about what an incredible coach he is. He has, you know, the highest winning percentage uh, of any coach with 100 games or more. Um, and I just love the guy. I didn't know him well. Uh, when I came to CBS, he wasn't there. He was at Fox, and then he went later to, uh, to NBC. But I would always call him on Super Bowl Sunday uh, when uh, just to, to check in with him, um, which just to get his perspective. And he loved working with younger people. He's always available if you if anybody wanted to call him to give him his perspective. And he had a great sense of humor, and he was all about the hang. You know, I want to be hanging with my guys, whether it's in the bus, whether it's Katie's uh, in um, in Monterey, or excuse me, or in um, um, uh, what's the uh, Pleasanton? Not, no, it's in in Pebble Beach, the little Carmel, Carmel, Carmel by the sea, because he had a house in Carmel. He would love Katie's and their breakfasts. So um, he was all about the hang, and I just want to tell stories. And he could talk football. You know, Roger Goodell did something. I think it was in the the Madden special that um, uh, that Eric Shanks and Fox did such an amazing job on. Um, you know, uh, Roger was on the bus for two and a half days with Madden a, a while ago, a, a long time ago. And he said, we talked football and life and, you know, relationships and, you know, movies. I mean, they spent two and a half hours and probably didn't sleep at all during those, excuse me, two and a half days probably didn't sleep at all. And they never ran out of things to talk about. So I am, you know, I'm sad that John is no longer with us, but I'm so happy of the life he led. And he did exactly what he wanted to do, which was talk about football, get paid for it, hang with his guys, go across the country, you know, all those times in the Madden cruiser, uh, what a life he led. And, uh, Man, he he enjoyed every every waking moment. John Madden enjoyed. He just did. absolutely. A couple last questions here for you, Sean. Um, you know, another conversation I was having with David, and I'm sure that you're exploring it too. I absolutely love what ESPN is doing with the Eli Manning and Peyton Manning, where they're you know they've got live analysts, and he said David Hill said that you know he'd like to see something with Direct TV where you have like like uh, movie stars analyzing the game. You have another channel where you have the Manning brothers doing like the game, or you have celebrity women calling the game and all these different channels that you can, you know, go to eventually to watch NFL football. Is that something that you guys are looking at on the presentation? Because the league, like you said, is getting so big. I would think just not the nuts and bolts games any longer, or something, again, you look at. It's got to be more that on the presentation and how you present it to the consumers now. Is that something you're constantly looking at? You know, not to get too technical about this, but the problem with that model is our entire television ecosystem is based on our 200-plus affiliates carrying NFL football. 
So in Pittsburgh, it's the Steelers, Cincinnati, it's the Got Bengals. It. And we get paid a lot of money from our affiliates for that exclusivity. And when we do a deal with uh, DirecTV or Comcast uh, or Charter, uh, the cable the cable companies, we're selling the fact that if you don't have CBS, you can't watch the CBS game. So to put an alternate telecast on DirecTV, even if it was different, causes us an enormous problem. Now, with the one exception to that is the Nickelodeon game that we did, which has gotten rave reviews. We really were able to do that and not, um, in, in not inflict more pain on our affiliates because that was an incremental game that we didn't have before. Uh, but our, our exclusivity and the affiliate and owned and operated station model is why we can afford to pay what we can pay for uh, for the NFL. So I, I think the Manning cast is great, uh, but it would cause us on any kind of regular or even, even a one-off basis, it would cause us major issues with our affiliates. This is a huge time for you now with March Madness uh, right around the corner and with what's going on with the Masters. I know that's your baby. I mean, I know how much you love NFL football and how much you love, because I've asked you the question before in the past, which one do you like? Hey, look, I can't pick between my favorite kids here. That's just not going to happen here. But this is a really great time for CBS right now. And just wondering from a year ago with the pandemic to where you are now, how much you've learned on how to weather through it and how to barrel through it. Because as you know, there's so many guardrails now, Sean, on how to put these games on. You know, one state's got these rules. One state has these guidelines for you to be able to deal with. I wonder if you guys are in a better place today than you were a year ago. Oh, my God, it's, it's night and day. And what we all missed so much were the crowds. You know, whether it was 20,000 people in Arrowhead Stadium, which sounded like 100,000. but It did. <laughs> or just the golf this past weekend. Um, you know, having the gallery there and having the patrons back at Augusta National, we didn't realize how much the crowds really, really meant. Um, so that's different. Our protocols, we still have them for COVID, but they're being relaxed and people are, you know, being allowed to open up their lives a little bit more. It was really, really hard on the crews, you know, traveling to a foreign, to a, to a, a city, going to their hotel room, staying in their hotel room until game time, going to the game, going back to their hotel, no personal interaction, no dinners, no in-person production meetings. It was, it was really, really hard. And mental health was, you know, was really sacrificed. I mean, you know, when you're in your room 24 hours a day and you're trying to prepare for a game and you can't sit across the table with your producer or your analyst, man, that was hard. And they all went through it and they all did it and they didn't break their protocols. We didn't lose any shows, um, but man, it was a. And listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying you know, no one's going to throw any um, any um, uh, charity dinners or pity parties for our people in at CBS Sports. Everybody in the country had far, not everybody, but so many people had far worse circumstances than our crews did. Um, and listen, we're we're out covering sporting events, so you can't have too much pity on us. But it was tough, and being away from your family you know, for 35 or 40 weeks a year is tough. So, you know, it was it was tough, tough on our people, but we got through it and we realized how lucky we are to have these jobs. But I'm not minimizing at all 
what uh, what uh, a vast majority of other people went through when it came to COVID because it was it was horrible. And we, in many ways, we were lucky that we didn't, um, you know, we didn't, really, as I said, lose any shows or um, or have any, um, you know, really serious repercussions from COVID at CBS Sports. Okay, I'll leave you with this. I'm going to ask you a hard question here. Okay. Do you like Nance calling football or the Masters? I like him calling both. I, you know, I can't. Come on. You're gonna, you you know, need to run make, for mayor of New York. You know, my, goal, my goal when I go on a radio program now, Dan, is not to make any headlines. That's my goal. If I can be really, really boring. Uh, it's the same thing in press conferences. If I, if I don't say something that makes a head, I'm very, very happy. So I think Jim, uh, he's the voice of CBS Sports. Um, he's so closely associated with the Masters. He's been doing it now for, I guess, this is his 36th year, I think. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, a little, um, it's a little easier for him to be more distinct on the Masters because he's the only one doing the Masters. Yep. Joe Buck did a, um, um, a conference championship game right after Jim Nance on this past Sunday. No one else is going to host the Masters as long as CBS has it and as long as Jim is willing and able, nobody's going to host the Masters. So it's it's easier for him to distinguish himself um, uh, on the Masters. And I hope I didn't make a headline and I hope that was Absolutely really boring. Not. I, hey, I'll tell you what made more of a headline was the noise at your halftime show um, at Arrowhead. Twitter blew up and they go, Cilio, you're getting Sean on. What are you going to ask? I go, no, you know what? I want to have yeah, Sean on again. No headlines. No headlines. No he <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank hey, you. Hey, listen, enjoy the Super Bowl, and you know I'll come on anytime you want me. Thank you so much, Sean. I appreciate it. That is the chairman of CBS Sports, Sean McManus. <laughs> maybe, hey, maybe I should take a cue from him, right? Try not to make as many headlines as possible here. Please hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, Sports. <laughs> Sean McManus for coming on. Guys, please hit the like button. By the way, programming note tomorrow, Joy Taylor from Colin Cowards, The Herd, will join us at 4 30 Eastern Time. And I believe we're getting John Kincaid from The Fanatic in Philadelphia on Wednesday. So there, I got talked into John Kincaid. Now, John's a friend of mine. He tweeted out that. Just DM me, let me know, and I'll be there for you. So we're going to get John. She's not. I think, Eric, you're thinking she's hot. Joy Taylor. You know what's funny? Joy was my producer in Miami, and she is a smoke show. But I got to tell you how I do my show here. So Joy walks in, and I'll, just, and I'll bring this up to her um, tomorrow. So Joy goes like this. She's just producing, you know, she's trying to get her feet wet. And she goes like, you know, she's like, she comes in, she's really dressed great. I looked at her and I said, Joy, I don't give a shit what you look like. This is my show. Everyone works their ass off here. Phones are never off. We're always communicating. This is about winning. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll look at a girl that's hot, but if you're working on my show, I don't give a shit what you look like. And she always loved that. Then finally, one day, she goes like this. She's like, hey, I'm doing a weekend show. And she was on the air, and she asked me to listen, so I did. And she goes like this. What would you think? I go, you were on for three hours and didn't say shit. If you're on at any time, say something. Say something that people will go, yeah or no. But you get a reaction. Have people go, wow, she said something. And she always brings that up because I told her, how many times have you listened to a show and for three hours or two hours, the guy says nothing, just dumb. Guys half-ass in it, mailing it in, show sucks. She was in Miami. She worked with me at QAM. Yeah. And then one day I go like this to her. Um. <laughs> Xander goes, well, you say you don't say shit for two hours, silly elf. So, hey. <laughs> yeah, hey, and then one day she goes like this. Yeah, did you like it? I go, not really. You didn't say anything. So the next day I walk in, you know what I tell her? You're my new update person. She goes like this. You can do that? I go, I just did it. She goes, don't you have to clear it with anybody? No, I have complete control of my programming on how I'm going to present it. You're my new update person. That thing that you see with her, with Joy, with the news, it started on my show. I put that block together for her. We did it at the top and the bottom of the hour. She does it now the same way. <laughs> and, you know, Coward thought, well, you know, we got this new segment. No, 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 no. That segment started in 2012. I started that thing. Yeah, so love Joy. So she'll be on with us tomorrow at 430. I'll be tweeting that out, by the way. And we'll be having her on at 4.30. <laughs> Way to go. Xander's like, you don't say shit for two hours. Great. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, man. So, Jim, speaking of Miami, so am I right? Jim Harbaugh may be trying to get that Miami Dolphin gig. Okay. <laughs> I said you do say shit. Oh, all right. Oh. <laughs> hey, nobody said I was a great reader. Nobody said that. <laughs> That's why when I do, hey, when I do, Xander's like, bro, how'd you do live reads? Well, Big Sills was one of the top billers in the history of iHeart for sports. That's a fact. So, anyway, all good. We had a hey, interesting conversation today. And I love the fact, too. Speaking of that, don't forget the middle. Okay. You know, Barrett's like this. Do you really think that Howie Roseman contacted? You really think he contacted, you know, Nick Casario of the Houston Texans? And Barrett's like, yeah, <laughs> I do. But I think 25 teams did too. Okay. Andrew says, hey, man, Joy Taylor has bigger arms than you, Dan. Hold on. Hold, hold on, bro. Hold on. I don't think so, kid. Big Seals don't have arms. Always remember, cannons. I don't have guns. I have cannons. Nobody in radio has bigger guns than Big Seals. Nobody, baby. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Carson Strong, Seals? Missiles. <laughs> Matt Hatter. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe some of you guys out there, man, with that love affair with Jalen. Even my aunt last week, she's like, I hope you're not talking poorly on Jalen. Poorly? I'm not talking about, I'm not talking poorly about Jalen. I'm talking about making a football team better. And sometimes people get butt hurt. This is nothing personal here. You've never heard me look at me quantifying it again. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not justifying my takes anymore. That's what some of you do here. You justify your takes by doing this. He's really a nice guy, but this guy's really a super dude. But, and don't bring up garbage Minshew again, please. I don't want to hear anything about Garbage Minshew. That's his new name on our show. Garbage Minshew. He's, hey, he's Goose as far as I'm concerned. Remember what happened to Goose in the movie, <laughs> Top Gun. He's Goose. Dude hit his head on the canopy. It's over. He's Goose. <laughs> okay? Minshew to the rescue. No, Minshew is a rescue dog. No, he's a he's garbage Minshew. I'm not going to go from Jalen Hurts to a Yugo. Hey, let's go from Jalen to a used car. What kind of car is it? It's an old Camry. A Camry? I don't want a Camry. Well, you got to take a Camry because that's what we have in the building. So wait a minute. The Eagles are going to tote out in 2022 an Acura legend 
and a Camry, and you want to win a Super Bowl. Well, hey, maybe in the NFC that will work. Okay? Maybe in the NFC that will work. You can roll out a Camry in a, in a Datsun. Do they still have Datsuns? I don't even know if they have Datsuns anymore. Okay? That's not nice, Danny. Wow, you must be related. <laughs> oh, man. Brian says I would go from Jalen to anything. <laughs> Wait a minute. Would you go I meet mean, the hey Brian, okay? Would you go from Jalen to Daniel Jones? Big sales, love the show. Tony, you're awesome, man. Please, guys, hit the like button. Okay, yeah, please hit the like button. Would you go from Jalen to Daniel Jones? Bro, come on, man. You would not go from I would not do that. I think Daniel Jones is garbage. Oh, Andrew, will you stop? But you're going to give me a bunch of shit from my aunt now because she's going to think I'm love Mr. Jones. Oh, my God. Not be you're cruel. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, the Mars like Daniel Jones. Again, I'm not falling in love with anybody on my roster. Okay. Garbage how? Oh. Joe Rogan will tell you. <laughs> Joe Rogan will you could take Joe Joe Rogan could take it over from here on that one there. Yeah. All right. Hey. We're now in the time of the Super Bowl. We're also going to take a look at some of the free agents and NFL draft choices that the Eagles could go down or maybe your favorite team. Guys, do me a favor, please hit the like button on the way out the door. If you missed early in the show, we had Gary Cobb in the first hour. We just had Sean McManus, the chairman of CBS Sports, on. Please like the show. Share the show if you missed any of it. Rewatch it a little bit later on. Till tomorrow, 4 to 6. We'll see you on the flip side. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.